0: So we might as well get to the point of (laughs) why you and I are talking today. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Reason number one was because I wanted to have you on like the video podcast because I know you work with a lot of our new members coming in. Mm -hmm. And I think it's always just nice and less intimidating for someone when they can see the actual face of the person that they're going to be working with. Yeah. Um, But the other reason is you've now been with Movement Strength for just over a year. I think it was a year in as of September. Yep. Um, So, you know, a year and a bit. And I know I've definitely seen a lot of growth from you with you know, not just your programming, but like the way you're talking about nutrition with your clients and all these things. So what I thought would be a fun little topic is for us to just talk about kind of what you were doing before with clients before movement strength mm-hmm. and how that's sort of evolved um, and more so, you know, maybe like some, some, uh, some light bulb moments that you've had throughout the previous year. So I guess the first question will just be, I know before you were doing, personal training yeah how is that different than what you're doing now
1: yeah so it's completely different like I've never done something like this but personal training pretty much it was just people would come in like they would book in for the hour um we would mainly like the main focus was really just like their exercise like them coming in for their workout everything like their form and like the way they're doing it it being really good Um, And a lot of times I think everybody wants to lose weight, right? And that's the main focus. Main people I worked with, that was always their goals. Um, I maybe had the odd one or two. It was just like wanting to build muscle or just maintain. But yeah, it was just straight, just focusing on exercise and not touching on other points that that's mainly all we focus about now, right? Which is completely different. So um, I think it's the way that I do my coaching has really evolved, like even from the beginning that I started with you guys and now. Um, it's a lot different than what I what I used to do. So
0: yeah, and I mean, I, I don't know if this is going to make sense. It's making sense in my head, but when I say it out loud, it might just <laughs> be a complete dud. But it's kind of like the whole chicken before the egg thing, which we don't know which is the right approach. Meaning, you know, just because someone's doing personal training, we're not sitting here saying that they're not going to succeed because they're only focusing on the fitness. A lot of times, when people take a fitness you know this this new fitness approach that they're having um it enlightens other areas of their life and they're like okay well since i'm working out i know that working out and eating goes hand in hand so they start to eat clean right um, but i think it's just with personal training a lot of the times this isn't everywhere uh, there just isn't as much guidance around the nutrition side of things so um, before you were probably 90 percent fitness focused maybe 10 percent nutrition focused And, like, has that kind of completely flipped for you now?
1: Oh, completely. (laughs) And I think even, like, going back to when I was in school and, like, in fitness and health promotion, like, they did not talk about the things that they needed to. Like, don't get me wrong. It was a great program, and I learned so much. But, like, to actually get people to succeed, like, those touching points were not made. Like, the importance of, like, going for a walk every day, actually moving, like, getting your protein and your veggie. Like, they just say how it's important, but they never really... You never really elaborated into it as well. So, um, and I think even myself, like going through those things is what has helped me to understand them better, um, and be able to implement it with clients as well. Like at the start, like I would say, everybody, you don't really know what you're doing at yeah. the beginning. And then you just kind of go with it. You learn through yourself and working with people and it, and you just grow as a, as a coach and a person.
0: So what would you say is, you know, a few of like your aha light bulb moments that you've had this year?
1: Um, I would say definitely like that the focus away from, I mean, yes, exercise is important, but the actual workout is not what's going to get you to where you want to be. Like it is going to have a good part in it. But the main things is honestly like just move your body. Like, walk and like eat foods that make you feel good like when people start off with us like they'll start on the food list and it's just whole foods like you're literally eating things that are not in packages Mm. and people are like wow like I feel so good and (laughs) I'm like yeah Yeah. (laughs) like you can eat some fresh foods and feel really good and feel full like it doesn't have to be complicated Um, you don't have to go through these crazy diets and you know deprive yourself from a bunch of things like you can find a balance while still getting to where you want to be and enjoy life yeah I think that's been like a huge thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you probably see it a lot because you have, you know, the majority of touch points with new members coming in. But, you know, I think just like anything, when you first get something, when you first join somewhere, you're like all in and you just wanna go a hundred percent. Yeah. Do you find it's hard to kind of talk people off the ledge because oh yeah. they want be they want like, yeah, I just want to eat twelve hundred calories and I want to lose forty pounds in two weeks and you're like, No, no, no you're actually not really going to do any of that. You're going to eat the exact same food and tell me what you're eating sort of thing. Like, how do you, <laughs> how do you walk them off the ledge?
1: Yeah. Well, people come in, like I wouldn't say there's maybe a quarter of the people coming in and they're like full force. Like I'm going 100%. I want to yeah. lose all the weight. And then you show them the food list and they're like, that's it. And I'm like, yeah, this will do it. Like, you don't have to just eat chicken and broccoli and that's it for the next 12 weeks. (laughs) Like, yeah. um, And I would just say that sometimes like, and people go through it and I think it's after two weeks. That's where those people that are all in start to realize like, oh crap, like I can't do this all the time. Yeah. And life kind of kicks in. And so what I tell people from the beginning is just expectations that like you will not be able to be 100% all the time. Some days doing, you know, 20 or 30% of what you normally do on a bad day is more than enough. And that's where you make the most growth. Like on the days that you don't want to do things, that's where you're really going to grow and be able to make the progress that you want. Because it's easy to do the things you want to when you want to do it. Mm -hmm. It's when you don't want to do them it's having that drive and knowing why you're doing this to continue on and doing it. Yeah. Um, and that's what I tell people like, yes, you're going to make progress when you want to do those things, but when you don't, that's where we're really going to dig in and and, and get you to where you want to be in especially long term. Like you're going to be able to, you know, keep this weight off. You won't need to go through another weight loss phase again if you do these things consistently.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When you look at, you know, some of your clients that have, reach their goals or like are in the midst of reaching their goals or mm. who are seeing positive changes in your life in their life mm-hmm. um what are some commonalities between those clients like what are some things that they're doing um that you know make them successful
1: um i think is that they've never like a lot of the times when you reach a goal you're like some people think like okay i'm done like yeah. i can i don't have to do it all but it's like no like You've built a lifestyle and to sustain where you want to be long term so you don't gain that weight back or go back to where you were. You have to continue doing those things. And that's going for that 30 minute walk, you know, still eat your vegetables, not eat like crap all the time. Like, yes, you can incorporate a few extra. I call them treat meals, not cheat meals. You're not (laughs) cheating. (laughs) Um, But like you can have a little bit more of that, but you really have to keep the routine that you were in. Otherwise, you're going to fall back forward like really, really fast. Yeah, yeah. That's what I see a lot of the times is just those people are maintaining those things and they're in the mindset that like they have to continue doing those things and they actually enjoy doing it. Yeah, Um, I think that's a huge part. And what I enjoy doing with my clients is I get them to actually enjoy the journey like they have to they have to enjoy what they're doing. Otherwise, they're not going to keep it long term.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, it's it's kind of like a nice segue where that's an aha moment I've had this year where I think I steered or I started to look back far away from fitness and have a really big focus on nutrition and lifestyle. As we know, those are, you know, if you have a solid lifestyle, if if you're surrounded by individuals that are similar to you, have similar values, you'll succeed in whatever your goals are. Um, But with the fitness side of things, I think you need to enjoy the type of fitness that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And some people like to do their own things, and some people like to do group classes. Mm -hmm. I know we steered far away from the group class. Uh, component of things mm-hmm. which you know we wanted to try it out yeah COVID was a thing and like group classes were really difficult to run oh yeah but now we're kind of swinging the pendulum back the other way where we're like do you know what we did some like freaking awesome group classes people just want to be told what to do some mm-hmm. people anyways so it's something that we're bringing back and what we're excited about that is like we're already hearing the feedback of like yes like I just I loved doing those types of classes because it motivated me throughout the day like I came in I got my sweat and then I'm like okay now I'm gonna go home I'm gonna have a healthy breakfast I'm gonna eat lunch and do all these things so it's like the the fitness although it is the smallest component of actually making the change it can be the catalyst that kind of you know puts all these other dominoes into place
1: oh for sure and I think like even when I do my orientation with people and we talk about fitness like I ask like um like what is it that um like that you enjoy with your fitness and they they're like, Well what do you mean? Like you're not just I think they have the expectation that I'm just gonna throw whatever I feel like they should do. Yeah. And I'm like, no, like if you don't enjoy your workouts, like you're not gonna keep it up. And I don't care what it is that you enjoy, we're gonna incorporate that into your routine because you're gonna like it. You're gonna wanna do it. And if you don't feel like doing it, you're not going to sustain it and you're not going to get to where you want to be. Right. Yeah. Um. And I think a big thing is just like with what I used to do, which was personal training, I worked on that one hour out of 24. Now we're working on pretty much the whole 24 hours. Right. Like the most important part is not that one hour that you work out. It's what you do with everything else.
0: Exactly. It's so true. Yeah. Um. You know, we've kind of like, we're, we're still, you know, our goal is to, to help people reach their goals, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our sweet spot is, like, that individual trying to lose, you know, the 10 to 20 pounds. Yeah. But something we've added in now is, like, that I- that busy professional looking to lose, you know, the last 10 to 20 pounds, but also want to do cool shit. Yeah. And the reason I say that is, to your point, fitness is different for everybody, mm-hmm. um, but, like, who doesn't want to be able to run a half marathon, Yeah, do like a Ninja Warrior course, do a Tough mutter. Like those are the things that are so cool for people. So um, rather than just always having that like weight loss goal, having the goal of actually using your fitness to keep up with your kids, to go on these big hikes, to do this marathon you've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's what it's all about, right?
1: It is. And I think a big part as well is that i found that you know, people working with us and while we're working on everything else with that other 23 hours in their day, like those busy professionals that are building their routine, like when you wake up, okay, like we just did the... Uh, what was that strive for five challenge like you had to journal in the morning like yeah. a lot of people and clients like I've seen people like their life just get better like you're focusing on yourself you're filling your own cup up people are getting promotions they're getting new jobs yeah. like and it's so great to see like I'm like this is what it's about it's not just about losing the weight but it's like it's your lifestyle like this is this is how you're going to make your life better and, and really be happy with yourself
0: it's so true positivity breeds positivity as well so yeah you know we do hear those stories where you know, people join the gym and then they get a promotion and then they find you know a boyfriend girlfriend whatever it may be like yeah. it's kind of cool that all these things fall into place and it's not necessarily always chance it's because like not to be hippity-dippity <laughs> but like <laughs> you're putting out this good energy and that good energy is kind of being reciprocated back to you
1: oh yeah yeah and it's like if you start your day with you know positivity and like you're I always like to start my day with gratitude like what are some things that you're grateful for like we can all complain about things but you can also look at the things that you're grateful for and some days it can be like the smallest things like yeah I have a roof over my head. I have, you know, food on my plate. Like I actually have fresh vegetables. Like some people don't have access to, not that frozen's bad, but like that you can buy like fresh vegetables and you have the ability and the money to do that. Like not everybody can. And some days if you're just grateful for that, that's more than enough and that's going to go along with your day.
0: Absolutely. Um, Sorry, the reason I'm looking at my phone is I was telling you, I did this post today Mm -hmm. because I know a lot of the clients that you work with, a lot of the clients that we work with, we really specialize in helping people overcome plateaus, Mm -hmm. right? So um, I did this post on Instagram, just this story, which is, do you feel stuck at your current weight? And one of the best ways or one of the things that we constantly do with our clients to help them overcome those plateaus is the first thing we do is get them to reassess their habits, right? Like, you know, what does their day-to-day look like? What does the, you know, the other 23 hours of their day look like outside of the gym? Mm -hmm. Um, Look back at their food and activity records and make sure they haven't loosened the rules, letting themselves uh, get by with larger portions or doing less exercise. Yeah. Uh, and then research suggests that off and on, loosening of rules contributes to plateaus. So, um, you know, I think not to go deep down this rabbit hole, but, um, you know, if you do have a weight loss goal or if there is a, a number that you would love to see, I think right now society's kind of demonizing that idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm not s- here to say like everyone should have a weight loss goal. That's not it. But like if that's something that you're striving towards, that's okay. And if you're struggling getting there, that's okay as well. It really just comes down to consistency. And sometimes of the year it's easier to be consistent than others. Yeah. Like this time of the year maybe is a little bit easier than the holiday season. Yeah. Or um, summer where there's like patio beers and all this different stuff. Um but yeah, I just I I just did that post today. I'm like, oh I need to talk about that on the podcast.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's it's so true though, because like when you do things for a long period of time and and we see it like all the time, like when we start working with people for twelve weeks and then they continue on, you know, that daily walk and like getting your water intake, like those are things that you can slowly like diminish a little bit, like you're still losing that weight. So then you're like, Okay, maybe I don't have to do as much. And then they hit a plateau and they're like, I don't understand and it's like Well, okay. Are you still doing your 30 minute walks? Well, they're more like 20. Okay. um, (laughs) How much water are you drinking? Are you drinking your three to four liters? Well, it's like two and a half. Like, it's like, okay, well, those are little gaps that make a big difference. And that's why at the beginning, like you saw a lot more, like you have to keep that up and, and still be honest with yourself. Like, are you still doing those things as well as you did at the beginning?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we say it all the time, but people need to be reminded more than they need to be taught. Exactly. As a coach, that's the main thing you're doing. Yeah. Like you've told someone that they should be drinking half their body weight in ounces of water, probably yeah. ten thousand times. Yeah, and like guess what? You're probably gonna have to tell them another ten thousand times. Yeah, um, just because there's other things that are going on in our lives. Like, although we would love to whatever run a marathon or lose the last ten pounds, um, we also need to feed our families. We also need to go to work. We need to go to school. Uh, yeah. We need to go grocery shopping. We need to do all these things. So it's not like this goal is always at the top of their mind and that's okay.
1: And life happens. Like sh- like shit happens. Things are going to come up. You're not going to be able to do it all the time. And you have to come to terms with that. Like especially when people come in to work with us, they're all gun ho And then something happens and it's like. This is reality. This yeah. is life and that's okay. Like this is kind of what it's about now. It's not when you don't when you do want to do things, it's when you don't. That's what I'm here for is to yeah. tell you like, "Hey, you got to push yourself and go through this to get to where you want."
0: Yeah. Yeah, and communicate. Oh, I th- yes. I think a lot of <laughs> I, I see you spinal <laughs> you like that's all I want from my clients. Yeah. Um, but I think that's something, you know, we often see as well is we do build a really good relationship with our clients because mm-hmm. we're talking to them multiple times a week. Yeah. And Sometimes if they, you know, fall off, they they almost feel ashamed or embarrassed to come and talk to us. Mm -hmm. And like we, that is the last thing we want people to feel. If you've, you know, fallen off a little bit, okay we're here to like pick you back up and put you back on track so yeah. um just know that we're never going to be like disappointed in you guys if you aren't <laughs> eating your food perfectly yeah that's okay
1: yeah and especially like i feel like that happens when you know i get clients to do weekly weigh-ins and if the weight goes up sometimes they won't put it in i'm like hey what was your weigh-in? they're like oh it went up a pound or two and i'm like hey no worries yeah. like let's reassess like what happened this week Um, and that's why I have like daily checklists for my clients to do. And I'm like, this is a way for me to know what you're doing, but also use this for yourself. Like if at the end of the day, you're checking things off and you're like, oh, okay, I didn't drink three liters. I only drank two. It's like, okay, don't beat yourself up. How can you do better tomorrow? Don't dwell about today. Today's already passed. What can you do going forward now? Um, so I always like having like that daily checklist and especially when I did 75 hard, they had the app, Right. And at the end of the day you're just making sure that you're doing everything you just need that small reminder yeah um there's something about checking things off (laughs) that you're just like oh yeah i did it (laughs) one
0: of our members julie yeah she like loves the ticky boxes that's what she always says so one of the reasons she loves true coach is she like likes to like click the little button to see the green check mark come up yeah and hey that does it for some people right if that's what's going to make you come to the gym i don't care if it works. it's great exactly yeah Yeah.
1: so i find that's important so
0: you know something else that kind of pertains to what you did before when you primarily focused on fitness yeah. I know one thing that I always found with a lot of my clients is they would come and the fitness side of things would be so easy to them oh and yeah. they're like oh yeah I c- like I don't struggle with with working out as at all like I don't know why mm-hmm. I still can't reach my goal I don't know if you have that with your clients and if so like what do you kind of do when that's the case
1: Yeah, so I think for some people, like workouts are really easy, like for me, and I would say half my clients, like workouts are easy, they can hit those, that is not the issue. But other people, the issue is to literally just come here and, and get the workout. in. like, some people really struggle with that. And that's okay. And you know, what I tell people is that, like, something being hard is different for everybody, what's easy for someone won't be easy for you, you know, and it's all individualized. And that's what we're all about is that, you know, for you, if, you know, coming to the gym is difficult, how can we do that? Like, sometimes we actually have to dig into, you know, why someone can't do something. And sometimes it's more than just telling them to be like, okay, you just need to show up and do your workout. It's like, okay, why can't you do things? Or um, I had a client where nighttime snacking, and I think for a lot of people, nighttime snacking is a hard one. um, And I had a client, I was like, okay, so like, what is this habit? Like, why is it that you feel that you know you need to have something and and sometimes she's like well you know usually this is when I sit with my mom and that's where we you know have our downtime and it's like okay well that makes sense that can be difficult if she wants to eat all the cookies and you know you can only eat not can only eat but you want to have you should have an apple or something a little bit healthier um that can be difficult so how can we change that and i'm like okay well why don't you ask like your mom like hey would you like an apple instead like why don't we switch that up and sometimes we have to look a little bit deeper as to why someone can't do something because it's not as easy as being like hey just do that yeah so um yeah again for some people working out is super easy other people you know nutrition is easy and it's just everybody has something that's difficult we just have to to cater to that
0: it's funny how like yes you're totally you know a coach for your clients. But so much of it is you're literally just like an accountability partner. Like you are a friend (laughs) that someone (laughs) has that they could talk these things through because chances are, you know, they probably can logically have the conversation on their own. It's just uh, sometimes the simplest of things we would never think to be a big deal. Right. So to have someone like you to actually say, hey, I struggle at night and you'd be like, well, this is probably why they're like, oh, yeah. I totally knew that but I never really thought about it.
1: That's the thing and it's like, people just don't think of those things and I see this every day and I kind of know a bit more. So for me to be able to, you know, break it up and actually look at it, it makes more sense rather than someone just being like, I have no idea why I can't stop (laughs) nighttime snacking. It's like, yeah, it can be hard if you just don't know what your habit is. And I think that's a huge thing of what we do is just habit building. Yeah. Um, Why is it that you do certain things? How can we change that? Because if you build a good set of habits throughout the day and in your routine, like you're gonna be set up for success.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you read the book uh, Atomic Habits?
1: Yes. It was probably like, honestly, I think it's still by far like my favorite book. Yeah. It's so good.
0: Jess just told me, um, I just got it yesterday. I forget what the book is called, but um, there's a book that she said it's kind of almost based uh, or Atomic Habits was almost based off of this book. Okay. I don't know what it is, but I'll put it somewhere here so people know. And um, I'm excited to read it. I'm like, if it's half as good as Atomic Habits was, then I'm in for a treat.
1: Yeah, because it just talks about habits and how habits build your day. Like, I think it's so important from like the top to the bottom. Like, I really believe in like morning routines and nighttime routines. Like those are so important. Like they're just staples in your day that set you up for success. Right. Um, And like planning out your day, that's a huge thing that I do with my clients. And I think I didn't I did not do that before. People would just book in with me and now I'm like, okay. When are you doing your workouts? What are you going to eat for lunch, breakfast, and dinner? Like, you can't just expect to just eat whatever's there because you're going to eat crap. You're not going to eat that chicken and that whatever rice that you're going to need to have, like, for your lunch, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's funny with with morning routines, how I think they're very good. Mm -hmm. But, like, you'll see some online that can almost seem not dangerous, but, like, it just makes you feel shitty about your morning routine. They're like, I wake up at 2.30 a.m., I run forty miles, (laughs) then I take a a (laughs) cold bath, followed by reading two books and like making fourteen breakfasts. I'm like, oh my gosh, how like how is this even sustainable?
1: Realistically I don't think that person could do it every day. No,
0: no, there's no way. No. There's no way. Like a morning routine could be as simple as like you know, waking up at the same time every day, even if it's on the weekend, mm-hmm. has been a game changer for me. Yeah. Um. Maybe not for you. Maybe you're just doing five days a week of you know a six a.m. wake up, and then you wake up at nine a.m. to have your sleep in on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um. But it can be as simple as like waking up, you know, making your cup of coffee, reading a book, doing your you know your gratitude journaling, and just spending thirty to forty minutes just kind of unwinding in the morning. Yeah. Because I think the the main issue for a lot of people and is definitely the case for busy professionals and you know parents and things like that is mm-hmm. they wake up and it's just rush and then you you know you're rushing to brush your teeth you're rushing to take your shower you're rushing to bring your kids to uh, school you're rushing to work and like you feel like you can never catch your breath which is like obviously going to cause a lot of anxiety in your life so for sure if you can just be more planful in your morning to have a relaxing morning that's going to just help you throughout the entire day
1: Yeah. And I think there is somewhat like a a pressure or an expectation as to what your morning routine should look like. It's like, okay, you wake up, you should wake up at 4am, you know, do your workout and all this. But it's like, it looks different for different people. Like I had a client when she initially came in, she's like, I want to be that person that wakes up, you know, at five in the morning and I want to be part of that 6am class and get my workout in. And as we were going through, she's like, I just, it's just too much for me in the morning. And I'm like, that's okay. Like if for you, you would rather just go on a walk for your, your exercise, like you feel good exercising, but you don't want to be, you know, having full blown music and people around, like some people just don't want to be around people in the morning and that's okay. And I'm like, "Okay, well, let's just do your walk in the morning. Then your workout in the afternoon. And she's like, wow, like I just thought for such a long time that I wanted to be that person getting my workout in. And I'm like it's different for everybody like you don't have to do those things like if you know yeah waking up and just having your coffee and doing whatever um works for you that works for you like not everybody's gonna have the same morning routine because we're all different right yeah
0: it's just how you said heart is different for different people some people struggle with eating some people struggle with fitnessing. same thing some people like to work out in the morning some purple some people like to work out in the evening
1: yeah, it's all individual, and I think there is expectations, but it's just knowing that like it's it's whatever works for you. Who cares what everybody else does? If that works for you, great. If it doesn't, that's okay.
0: Yeah. Have you had? And then we'll 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 end it here. Have you had? Uh, and this is just because I've had this aha, so I like to think that a lot of people have had this aha this year. Yeah. But I don't know what it is, but just the whole thought of walks or hitting ten thousand steps, like I just never realized how powerful that is for clients. And I think if I've viewed it as, you know, m- in the past, not necessarily being fitness, I think a lot of people have probably viewed it that way, mm-hmm. but I know we did a 10,000 step challenge with a small group of members here and they were like blown away by the, su- the success that they had. So, um, fitness really is different for everybody. It can literally be just hitting a step goal every day. Uh, yeah. it could be, you know, going skiing or whatever, but, Um, Yeah, the walking was like one that really really stuck out to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like especially just getting outside Like I don't know what it is Mm. But if I just go for even 20 minutes 30 minutes 45, whatever, especially when I did the 75 hard Like there's days it's raining. You don't want to go outside, but you come back and you're like, holy crap I feel 10 times better and I'm like you guys just need to get some fresh air life is busy You have kids you have things you need time by yourself, right? Um, So I found, yeah, definitely with the walking, especially since working here, I think since I've incorporated with my clients, I just walk my like I walk every day and I find that has been really helpful. It's just time for you to think about things. Right. Um, But I think another one, another big one for me has just been gratitude. Like I think it's just been huge for me. Like I think I start my day off like that and it just brings it into your day. And for me, that's been I don't know, such a big thing just being, especially with everything going on with COVID over the past, like whatever, wha- what it has Four been. Four years? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lifetime. <laughs> I'm like, you just have to think of those little things and be grateful for the little things in your life because they have a huge impact, right?
0: Are you doing like a gratitude journal or how does that work?
1: Yeah, so I actually got the, uh,
0: what is it called? Five-minute journal.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it's called, yeah. the five-minute journal. And I love it because it has a part in the morning where you're like, um, how could I make today great? Um What are you grateful for? Then in the evening, um, you write some things that went well today. And then also, how could you have made today better? Mm. And that has that question alone at the end of the day, you just look back and it's like, okay, like you don't have to be perfect, but it's like, what's one thing you could have done better? And it can just be like, if I would have just, you know, taken a deep breath and just something happened and I could have just been a little bit more positive during that time, it would have helped. And then every day you're a bit more mindful and your day's increasingly get better so
0: that's good and you've been really consistent with it
1: For the most part, like at the beginning, so they have this thing in the book that it's like, okay, if you do five days in a row, you can reward yourself. And I was thinking like, okay, whatever, I'll just get myself a coffee. But they gave an example of like really reward yourself. And I was like, okay. Like like what? So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get this Lululemon um, (laughs) sweatshirt I want. These people are like these massive like rewards and I'm like for five days, damn, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So since there though, but that made a big difference because from there, when you did it consistently for five days, you're like, okay, I have to do this otherwise I won't get the Lululemon sweatshirt (laughs) um and yeah and then from there like I'm pretty consistent and when I don't do it there was a few days that I didn't do it and I just felt off Mm. and I was like that's what it is and as soon as I do it I just feel better
0: oh that's awesome yeah there's actually a five-minute journal app that you can get as well oh really it's not as good like I think the power of like writing it down is a bit better than just typing it but yeah there's like a five-minute journal app Mm. that you can get that's cool they also have um Cause the company that does the five minute journal, I think it's called intelligent. I think so. It's something like that. And yeah. they have the productivity journal as well. Oh, you would probably, cause you're into the journal right now, right?
1: Yeah. And I actually just got a, um, like a planner on Amazon. Yeah. That hasn't, like it, it works really well. I feel a lot more productive when I write my things out, but I'm just, that I'm not too consistent with.
0: So you might like the productivity planner. This is now a tangent, but that's okay. <laughs> it's uh like this little black book. Yeah. Um, and uh it works off of um it's like if you're it'll say like five tasks yeah and then your most important task is at the very top yeah um and then there's these little circles that you would fill in pomodoro i think it's the pomodoro technique okay and uh so you'll spend 20 minutes or 25 minutes on this task yeah when 25 minutes is up you'll take like a five minute break and you'll like fill in that circle and then you go back to it so then it it, it allows you to know or get a better idea of how long certain tasks take you. Okay. So I know I was notorious when I first got this where like, you know, I might have to do, let's say I'm creating seven social media posts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this can take me like two hours. So I would write that like in the task saying, okay, it's going to take me two hours. Yeah. But when I'd actually do it with like timed 25 minutes, you know, dedicated to this, I could do it in 30 minutes. So I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I thought this takes me two hours. It realistically just takes me you know, a quarter of that time when I'm actually dedicated and focused. So um, it really taught me how to better, you know, manage my time. And it's really short and small. It's not like a really big planner that will take you an hour to fill out to begin with. Yeah. Um, so you might really like your productivity journal.
1: Yeah. Cause there's something about me just writing my days out, things that I have to do. And yeah. then I have a list of things that I like to get done. Yeah. And when I wrote those out, I did them all. Yeah. And I really did. And I'm like, man, if I just did this every day, I would be getting through everything. Right. <laughs> be Prime minister of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> but something actually that I've done over the past two months, which has been so significant, and I've actually been implementing it with my clients. It's, And I think every, like, you've heard about this, it's that if a task takes under two minutes, do it right away. And I was thinking of it, and I'm like, okay, like, yeah, kind of do it. But it's like you, then when I really thought about it, I was like, there's little things that you push off to the side that you don't do right away, which could be in terms of productivity. If you don't get those things done, by the end of the day, you have 10 two-minute things to do, which is 20 minutes Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So it's simple things like putting, you know, when you empty the garbage, putting another garbage bag in or putting that piece in the recycling bin, like those things just help out and you have less stress on your plate at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. Even do you ever, uh, time certain things? So, uh, it's kind of similar to what you're, you're, you're talking about with, uh, if it takes less than two minutes do it. Um, one thing is like emptying the dishwasher. I don't know why, <laughs> but I always think of it as being the biggest task. Yeah. And my wife can tell you this, like, I'll be like, Oh, this is going to take me four hours. So, I've done it a few times where I'll actually time myself Mm -hmm. and not to like rush through it and try to put the dishes away as fast as possible, but to actually see how long it takes. And it takes me like three minutes to empty a full dishwasher. Like three minutes is nothing. I can, you know, listen to one Ariana Grande song (laughs) (laughs) and all my dishes are away. Right.
1: Well, it's true because you just think of it as like a dreading thing. You're like, oh, it's going to take me so long. And it's like, no, it takes you two minutes. Just do it. And then now you can put your dishes in the dishwasher. and Now you don't have a pile of dishes. Exactly. And then your mind's everywhere. See, so see. These it's just like a, a spin wheel <laughs> like <laughs> these little
0: these little hacks. Yeah. Good, good. yeah. Uh Anything else before we end things up?
1: No, I think that's good.
0: OK, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Well, thank you for taking time out no of problem. your busy day. You weren't even supposed to be here today. So thank you for coming to the gym to chat with me. No problem uh, for everybody else. If you guys enjoyed this, if uh, you got value from it, if you want to share it with any friends, families, feel free to do so. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast, hitting all those buttons to make <laughs> us reach more people. Uh, with all that being said, hope you guys have the best day ever. Bye for now.